What type of investor are you? We can help you find out. If you're looking for a fun and fast way to jumpstart your investment journey, we have just a thing. Take the What's Your Investment Secret Sauce quiz. Within a few short minutes, you can learn what it is that makes you different from other investors, pointing you in the direction of your dreams and goals. Who knows? This might be the first step of what could be an incredible, life-changing journey. Take the quiz by going to kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. Again, it's kittysisters.com slash secret sauce. If you're looking to reduce your taxes, you need to look at which of these facts you can and are willing to change that will allow you to lower your tax bills. Right. So these variable of how you earn, how much you earn, and the expenses structure around it needs to be evaluated carefully and with a critical eye. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, Cashflow Multipliers. Thank you for joining us today, wherever you're listening from. We're so thankful for this community of past investors. Hello, hello, everyone. Today, we're excited to be debunking some myths and shedding lights on one of our favorite topics, taxes. taxes. <laughs> Here at the Kitty Sisters, we have a mantra we repeat often, and you guys feel free to use in your daily lives, free of charge, of course. So if you want to change your tax, change your facts. And there are a lot of weird facts out there, including about our besties, Buffy, Warren Buffett. Did you know in 2020, he finally ditched his flip phone for an iPhone 11 after Tim Cook literally flew to Omaha to personally offer him tech support? Is that why he hasn't been returning all my calls? Yeah, Mm. his flip phone probably blocked us. (laughs) Buffy. Okay. When we say if you want to change your tax, change your facts, we don't mean make up whatever rules. And come here comes like, you know, the tax season. You're living your made up reality where the IRS is questioning your statements. Yeah. Like, you know, that like corn cake or like that, like <laughs> cotton candy. That's not, maybe that is not tax deductible. Maybe. Unless you change your facts. Right? Yeah. Again, it could have been for a business expense. You could have been passing it out at a, um, like a customer appreciation day or something like that, then that's totally a different game. And please, for the love of God, do not add any random deductions and tell Uncle Sam the kitty sister said it was okay. Yeah, Pom, you know, like we absolutely do not want to be associated with that. <laughs> but what we do want to be associated with is teaching you guys more about the financial system we live in and letting your dollars work hard for you. Most of us understand the basics when it comes to taxes, right? The amount of taxes you owe is based on your particular business and personal financial situation. This includes how much you earn, how much you earn it or how you earn it, and how your expenses are structured around it. Now, raise your hand. How many of you have experienced that when any of those variables change, your tax bill changes as well? Okay, virtual hands are raised (laughs) like when we enter a different tax bracket by making serious money in you know fashion industry and fork out a six-figure tax dollar yeah that was totally traumatizing event ever yeah that tax bill was a doozy (laughs) exactly then so if you're looking to reduce your taxes you need to look at which of these facts you can and are willing to change that will allow you to lower your tax bills 
Right. So this variable of how you earn, how much you earn, and the expenses structure around it needs to be evaluated carefully and with a critical eye. These faxes change are totally powerful tax planning strategies. Now, how do you start, right? I hear you guys here like asking this. Hmm. We're here by, for you. <laughs> by examining your surrounding and analyzing your current financial situation to identify opportunities that will improve your tax efficiency. This all comes back to what your current situation is, your tax strategy is, and asking yourself if you're creating a system that allows you to keep more of your money or giving it up easily than you're anticipated. Hey, it's not charity here, <laughs> so there's no competition to throw out as much money as possible. So the goal is to keep as much money in your pockets as possible. Yep, legally, ethically, and morally, of course. <laughs> so you can build your wealth faster by creating a sound structure and knowing what to look for when it comes to these vital facts. Your tax strategy and wealth strategy work hand in hand. And we'll let you in another secret here. The best time to change your facts is now. Today, we're diving into the top six tax planning strategies for anyone looking to save on tax by changing their facts. We're all pretty familiar with the circle of life, right? No need to break out the freshman year's biology book here. <laughs> but when it comes to the planet and how wildlife sustains itself, there are two main camps, consumer and producers. Most governments, including the U.S., view how we make our income in a similar light. Let's break it down from there, Nan. Yep. So how you earn your money has a significant impact on how much in, in tax you have to pay, Right. Government tends to incentivize business owners, investors in real estate, and producers of commodities such as agriculture and energy. Do you know why? Do you know why, Palm? I do. <laughs> I know you do because the activities support economic growth. Registrator, you know, structure tax codes so that these producer activities are taxed at much lower rates than the traditional salaries of most consumers. If this sounds like a teacher playing your favorites, and you wouldn't be too far from the truth, but hey, think about it. If you're supplying jobs and supporting economic growth, the Fed's going to keep you happy and keep you doing what you're doing by mm -hmm. letting you keep more of your money, of course, and simply enough of a concept, right? Yep. So part of your tax planning strategy needs to include examining how you earn your money. Look for opportunities that interest you that will allow you to move from being a consumer to being a producer. Now, producers in the ecosystem tends to be things like grass and algae, right? Yep. And while we know that may not sound sexy, they are life-giving to their consumers, rabbits and fish. And you can breathe life into the economy by changing how you make your income. As you have more control of your money, the way you make it, you also have more control of how you recognize your income from the taxpayer perspective. Ta-da! Here is where the facts change for tax is. It is common misconception that you're better off pushing income later into the year to reduce your taxable income in the current tax period. However, there are times when the more strategic option is to accelerate your income. So Palm, let's break down what we mean here. If you're a small business owner, we recommend being mindful throughout the year to keep your income and distribution on track to support your planning strategy. While we can't tell you what your exact tax strategy should be, your tax advisor definitely can. So we recommend checking in with them as you map out this year. A few things to consider are whether reducing your income now causes you to lose any of your available deduction and if you anticipate tax rate increasing in the upcoming year. All of this is because creating a system that will work for you and wealth building goals. 
The second thing to note when it comes to checking your facts is checking out entities. Entities are just a fancy way of seeing what kind of organization you use to set up to conduct your business. Launching one of your business is probably one of the best tools to reducing taxes. In fact, adding the right entity to your portfolio at the right time can save you as much as a boatload of money <laughs> each year in taxes. This is especially good news for our friends in high tax states such as New York, California, and Washington. In some cases, you might find it's worthwhile to pay more in tax as a business versus as an individual. The tricky part is different types of entities are taxed differently, so choose the right entity and planning wisely is essential. Entrepreneurs often launch a venture as one type of entity with the intent of electing a different form later once the venture has reached a certain income threshold. And with all the hustle and bustle of growing and owning a business, it's easy to forget to make the switch once the income threshold has been reached. That mistakes can prove costly. Here at the Kitty Sisters, our best advice is to review your entities every year as part of your tax planning strategy. Just build it into your tax checklist. The addition or removal of entities or ownership status changes can significantly impact your taxes and the preparation process for completing your tax return. So change the facts and check your status to max out those tax returns. Up next, let's talk about deductions. In general, this term can be overused in the financial world, especially when you own your own business. I used to roll our, my my eyes. I mean, I say our eyes whenever. <laughs> I'm like, the same time. <laughs> whenever people claim their dinner with colleague was a tax deductions, I thought it was just an excuse to go for that expensive bottle of wine. I think those people might be the ones who are doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side of the scale, there are people who pay way too much in taxes every year because they fail to realize all the available deductions and a surprising amount. Amount of people knowingly skip some or all of their available deductions because they're fearful. So, what are they afraid of, Palm? An IRS audit, that is. They gotta see the receipt for the wine bottle, right? I guess I can see that. And somewhere down the line, they were probably told certain deduct like tax deductions raised red flag with the IRS. So they willingly left deductions on the table. Documentation is key into this process. When you take tax deductions seriously and appropriately, you are immediately improving your financial position. Of course, we're joking about the wine, but here are other common misdeductions on the tables. Your home office is a great one, especially if you've been eyeing those dreamy Pinterest board with all the work <laughs> from home inspo. While this deduction may not be right for everyone, in some cases it can be the deduction that pushes you above the standard amount. Plus, having a home office also leads to more opportunities to deduct from like car expenses. How these two things connect? We recommend working with tax advisors to map out your best tax strategy. Yep, the other one to consider is a new definition for 2020: the 20% pass-through deduction, which significantly impacts all your pass-through business owners. That's right, and these pass-through entities are things like sole proprietorship, partnership, or S corp that are not subject to corporate income tax. Instead, a pass-through business report its income on the individual's income tax statement. So, in other words, your tax from your personal taxes as a pass-through business owner. So, what does this have to do with redefining 2020? Pass-through owners who qualify can deduct up to 20% of their net business income from their personal income taxes, reducing their effective income tax rate by 20%. These deductions became part of the law in 2017. So, to so all the small business owners, you know, take note. This can mean a big saving overall. 
So true. So another key um, deduction is bonus depreciation for real estate investors and apartment syndicators. Like us. <laughs> yep. Since 2017, investors have had the choice to take bonus depreciation as a lump sum or spread it out. And our best advice is to, you know, do whatever is best for you. Everyone's circumstances and situations are different. Your tax planning strategy should include which approach work for you. In some cases, most of a property can be written off in the year it is acquired. And guys, this is actually up to your sponsorship team, right, Palm? I mean, most responsible team would definitely try to go for the bonus depreciation because that maximizes the tax benefit for their past investors. And definitely that's part of the Kitty Sister tax strategy, right? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> next up is active generosity. We talk a lot about making money on this pod and it's definitely an important thing. But another thing to consider is the biggest benefits of acquiring and building wealth is the ability to give and make an impact on organizations and causes you value. Giving to others is a ripple effect of good both for the organization and for yourself. Shareable donations are an incredible opportunity to reduce your taxes if you handle the contributions according to the tax law. Of course, your heart is giving in a position towards generosity and leaving a better impact on the world. Reaping those tax benefits is just a side plus. However, that doesn't mean you shouldn't plan for these deductions when considering your tax planning strategy. To ensure the contribution you're giving will enhance your tax planning strategy, make sure they're going to be a designated 501c3 nonprofit. Of course, different organizations have different rules and regs, but most stay consistent throughout the board, including churches and trusts. Many states also give credit for charitable contributions, so ask your tax advisor if you're eligible. As a passive investor, you have a lot on your plate. Add in apartment syndication, equipment, business vehicle, and other investments. Now, those plates are spinning. And it's all on you to make sure they don't fall. You can minimize risk by discussing these investments and how they impact your tax planning strategy with your tax advisor. And watch for the substantial savings opportunity and see how they pile up. An example of this is making a like-kind exchange with your real estate purchases as a way to legally avoid taxes. Yep, you've heard it right. Now, this isn't our preferred method, but it may work for some specific scenarios as this process involves selling a piece of real estate and then turning around and using the proceeds to buy another property, thus kicking the can down the road and avoiding taxes on the sale of that property. They can't tax you for something you no longer own, right? <laughs> you are not right now. <laughs> Another option is to utilize bonus depreciation, which we think is a better method. This is done via apartment syndication, which can give you massive extraordinary tax benefits. Yep, you guys know cash flow multipliers that we love bonus depreciations. Okay, so our last fact change for you today is hiring your kids. We know how this sounds, but hear us out for a sec. Kids are a joy to bring into this world, but at some point, they need to earn their keep, right? <laughs> I can't stop laughing at this. Like a three-day-old. <laughs> yes, you better work, right? <laughs> Task well, masters. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. However, claiming them as dependents and employees does you a lot of good in the long run. How so, right? You ask. First, their salary becomes a taxable deduction for the business. You have created a job and the tax law rewards this with a deduction. Remember the whole consumer producer thing? Yeah, the same rules apply under your roof too. <laughs> their income will most likely be taxed at a lower tax bracket than yours. In the United States, children have a 10 to 12% tax bracket far lower than their income-earning parents, and a $12,000 standard deduction. If you own a business 
and can legally hire them and pay them a salary, then the first 12,000 can be tax free. And the rest of the money they can earn can be, a, you know, at a lower tax rate. Yeah, like any good parent, you just want to see your kids succeed in the world. So having them work for you can be a huge step in the right direction while keeping your business running smoothly. If at some point your child does end up needing to pay taxes, they can reduce that by putting some of their income into a 529 college saving plan or even start their passive income gain through apartment syndication. Don't worry, we're still all about having a solid education under the belt too. Teaching your children the value of work and helping them save for the future is a great parenting. Plus, supporting your tax plan doesn't hurt either. So what do you think, Palm? Think they got some good solid facts changes under the belt after today? Definitely. Moving from the consumers to producers, reviewing entities, maxing out those deductions, giving to 506c3, like kind exchange bonus depreciation, and paying your kids a salary are solid places to start when mapping out your tax strategy. Talk about a solid foundation here. Cash flow multipliers, you guys have a lot to work with after today's episode, and we are super thrilled for whatever is next for you. Of course, we're here every step away to support you. So don't forget to follow us online at the Kitty Sisters on Instagram and check us out on our website at thekittysisters.com. Until next time, cash flow multipliers. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.